this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripa Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart every episode of The Vampire Diaries. Warning, there are potentially spoilers ahead as this is a rewatch podcast. Today we're talking about episode 5, You're Undead to Me. In this episode, Damon is still locked up in the cellar and he's calling out to Caroline trying to get her to free him. Uh, they have the car wash. Uh, there's always something going on in Mystic Falls. <laughs> the car wash is another thing. Um, and Elena and Stefan are together and sort of happy, even though he's been ghosting her. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The typical roundup yeah, of drama. Yeah. I also feel like it's notable in this episode we get a lot of like new vampire info. Yeah. Kind of similar to episode three we got a lot. This one we also got a lot of new. Yes. New little uh, learnings, factoids. Stefan can eat garlic. Wow. Important, important. <laughs> things we needed to know, things we wanted to know. Yeah. We also get to see desiccating for the first time, or they talk about they it, I yeah. suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know if da- Damon's really at that level yet. Not quite, but like, you get the idea that it could get worse. Yes, and they explain that it could get worse. Yeah. They like flat out have a conversation about what will happen if he stays mm-hmm. locked up there, if he does not have any blood. Um, and then, of course, then we're also seeing really the effects of Vervain. We saw in the last yeah. episode that it can, like, take you down. But, like, not only can it take you down, it can keep you down. <laughs> yes, it can keep you out. <laughs> yes, and it is to Damon right now. Yeah. So that's definitely um, some of the highlights. Also, the ring. They, like... Oh, yeah, they say the stone, it needs to be lapis lazuli. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, like, Stefan's obviously very adamant about not taking it off at the car wash. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, again, I never remember, like, if we've gotten explicit answers on things like the ring before. I don't... I know they've talked... They talked about it because Damon sort of explained to Caroline that that's how oh, he walks in the day. True. When he gave but they're the... just hammering it in a little bit more. Yeah. And I think also in this episode, it kind of works as another hint for Elena on all of the weird mm-hmm. things that are going on. So, yeah, there's like several of those things that we get that sort of start to indicate to us how this vampire world works. Yeah. And how this Mystic Falls and... world works. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was about to say, and the witch world. Yes. Because we finally get. I mean, we've gotten a little bit of Bonnie's powers, definitely her psychic abilities, mm-hmm. but those seem to be gone. She's no longer really psychic, but she mm-hmm. is definitely a witch. She's yes. burning things down. Significantly more powerful yeah. than they led us to believe. I mean, she did light an entire room of candles That's at true. the Lockwood party, but she lit an entire car on fire and in this one. starting from water. Yes. And soap. Like, it's not like, I don't She know. didn't start from charcoal or something. Yeah, yeah, she's not starting from, like, gasoline. I don't yeah. know. Like, she's, yeah, she's starting from water, which yeah. you would think you can't light on fire. Not but... necessarily flammable, but Bonnie yeah. did it. Yeah. She's She's powerful. just that powerful, yeah. Yeah, but she's obviously not controlling it at all. No, she, she clearly does not know what's going on. The first magical moment we see is she makes the water bucket... And the hose blow up in Tiki. Yes. Standout Tiki. character this episode. Tiki. Tiki's face. Bitch of the episode, Tiki. Yeah, for some reason in this episode alone, they just decide to add this random Mystic Falls mean girl. Who yeah. Who is just a menace to everyone in the yeah, whole Yeah, mean to Bonnie, mean to the random person who comes to the car wash. I think her, it was her grandpa. And her oh, grandfather. And random guy. Both, yeah, both, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so weird that she was oh. just there. But Bonnie, it's definitely like a... Um, story choice to give something for bonnie to be enraged by yes and then we see that that's how her powers start to come out is like in that moment is rage that brings out her powers and she makes the water explode she makes the car basically explode yeah um so yeah we're starting to see those bonnie magical skills happen yes which is exciting i love the witch era so i'm like i'm ready for it no i really Um, do too 
Um, I really like how when the car does set on fire, Stefan is the one that stops mm-hmm. her, and he, like, notices immediately that it's her, which, of course, makes sense. Things we'll learn later if Stefan knows that the Bennets are witches. Not, yes. Not just in the, like, you know, Bonnie mentioned it at the dinner party, like, I'm yeah. Oh, I think I'm a from... witch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, he knows. He knows yeah. it's legit. Yeah. The other element that started to come into play just a tiny bit is the necklace. Yes. Yeah. Emily's necklace. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of see Caroline now has the necklace mm-hmm. because Damon dropped it mm-hmm. when he was trying to steal it from her and kill her. <laughs> Casual. And, and she just kind of shows it to Bonnie. I don't know if Bonnie really interacts with it all that much. No. She says it's ugly. She's like, Yeah. Oh. She's like, I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. But nothing really happens. But I do think that they give us some of those like visual cues. They give us a close up on the necklace when Bonnie's yeah. around and it's like, okay, clearly. We're supposed to be, like, associating Bonnie to this necklace. It's not just a regular necklace. Right. Which we will obviously see a lot more of in the next few episodes. Mm -hmm. But for now, it is with Caroline. Yes. Which, Caroline. (laughs) Caroline. Still being manipulated by Damon. He's calling out to her, like I said before. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to talk to her, which is really interesting because we know he's weakened by Vervain. He Mm -hmm. hasn't fed in... Four I days. guess four days. I guess yeah. Stefan is trying to dry him out. He hasn't been giving him blood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, four days. And somehow he's still able to like, get inside of her mind, astral project in front of her. Like he appears to her in front of this, or in the school, he appears in front of her. Yeah. What? And he makes the crow follow her around. Yeah. How? How is he so powerful? I don't understand. I don't know. And the reason Damon kind of briefly gives Caroline is I just wanted you to know it really bad. Like, that's kind of all he says really quickly. It's like, oh, I just wanted you to know. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess that's all it takes is willpower. I don't know. Sure. She definitely takes some higher level of supernatural ability, but we pretty much never see it again. No. Which, again, I think in these early episodes, you kind of have to accept they weren't really sure how far they wanted to push things and what would work. Yeah. That could make Damon too powerful. Don't know how he randomly got in her mind. But no he clue. Didn't. He somehow did. He astral projects. He gets her to come to let him out, and she she does. Zach, poor Zach, arrives there too little, too late. Too little. He too he tries. Late. He really tries. He gets Caroline out. He does save Caroline's life. Caroline yeah. easily could have been on the like done list yeah. for this episode and yep. luckily she wasn't which she almost was especially because Damon tried to gaslight her he's oh. just like um you liked it you liked it yeah <laughs> evil man he's still not his best no. he's, he needs another episode or two before he kind of comes into his own a few probably yeah probably more than one or two but yeah then Zach is there and poor Zach he yeah. he can't catch a break which speaking of things that they probably didn't know where they wanted to go he says yes I didn't have a family because uh, of you. But he says specifically, I I avoided having a family avoided. because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Which if you've seen later seasons, uh, we know. Yeah. That's not really the case. And I... But he was compelled to forget, right? That's what I was going to ask. Okay. I was like, he must have been compelled to forget. And I do feel like Stefan maybe vaguely says that, but... I that that line like surprised me because I just wasn't mm-hmm. really expecting that, but it's so sad. I know it really kills me. We've now started the list of um, Damon. You shouldn't have done that list. Yeah, the Damon, that was too far. List. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, probably the number one person on that list will be coming very soon. 
which we won't oh. talk about yet. Yes. But yes, this definitely, Damon Killing Zach joins the list of, that was too far. Yeah. That was it was definitely movie. too far. Yeah. But he had to do something, I suppose, to get out of that. I guess. I, it's also <laughs> just the way he snaps his neck with ease. He just yeah. walks out. He doesn't even pay any attention. He's just trying to get to Caroline to feed. Well, and that's the thing that's weird. It's like, I could have understand if it was like a rabid feeding thing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he's letting the animal brain take over. He's not even thinking about it yeah. or whatever. Um, but no, he fully like decides to do that and just, just like. snap his neck and be done with it. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want to think about that. <laughs> well, let's think about Logan then. Oh, uh, yes. Logan <laughs> and the council. Basically everything he's doing this episode, he's doing as part of the council. Yes. Which, as we know, they're just searching for vampires. I don't know if they really explicitly said that. They have. But, they, I think okay. they don't say the word so much because, for whatever reason, they're always discussing these things in public venues. That's true. So it's not like you That's can exactly true. be at the Mystic Grill and be like, hey, Sheriff Forbes, how have you yeah. been finding those vampires lately? But they do have a whole conversation in the grill about checking abandoned homes, about checking mm-hmm. warehouses, which yeah. I find it so funny that they're like, 100-year-old powerful creatures exist, they must be living in abandoned warehouses and only coming out at night. Yeah. Like, how would they not believe that they're staying somewhere nicer and better than just a random abandoned house? Yeah. But, I don't know. Logan guess... suggests it, but... Yeah. Well, they know about mind control, too. I don't know. Do don't they, know. though? They must not. Well, they know about Vervain. Well, that's true. So, so why they would have they... to. Yeah, why wouldn't they? They just assume that vampires aren't going to compel people for a place to stay that's yeah that's what i was trying to think but then i realized but they have the vervain so but maybe that's what logan was getting to because when sheriff forbes says that they checked all these random places and weren't finding any yeah logan says like check private residence so i suppose they must be inferring that but yeah i think they really just don't understand the like extent to the no, power they definitely vampires. don't they definitely don't they're no. just like D T D T D. We will just yeah. hang out and wait and see how this goes. Yeah, it should be easy. Whatever. Yeah, I think they also assume that they must sort of be off on their own. Like, there's no way they're integrating into society. Yeah, and that's probably why they're in warehouses. Like, yeah. I think they think they couldn't stand to be around people unless they were feeding. Like, I have to imagine that's what kind of part of their pro- yeah. thought process too, because they don't know anything about vampires. They don't know anything, and it, it goes to the way that they talk about them. Um, Liz kind of says stuff alluding to that fact that it's like mm-hmm. they're not people they're not yeah they're monsters like they couldn't possibly be coming right. out and like being around people um and they do think that they're fully like bound to the night that they can't come out during the day mm-hmm. which obviously would affect it like in, in a small town if you're only coming out at night like you're gonna look like a weirdo like yeah people aren't usually out at night in a small town yeah no so the, the mystic girl probably closes at nine Maybe yeah. eight, maybe eight on a weekday. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, literally, sundown, girls' clothes. Yeah, where are you gonna go as a vampire? Nowhere. So, yeah, it's it's not crazy that they don't really know, but it is interesting. Yeah. But obviously, they know something because they're very desperate to get the Gilbert watch. Yes. That's like yes. the whole point of everything Logan's doing in this episode. Yeah, we've we sort of find out, and I think they hint to it in the last episode, but we find out for real that Logan is only talking to jenna because he's trying to steal this watch from jeremy mm-hmm. and i don't think we've talked about what the watch does we just know that he wants that watch that jeremy yeah. was supposed to bring to the founders party yeah they haven't told us anything yet about what it becomes what it mm-hmm. will do why they want it i don't know if you even really get the pieces to that until like the very last episode of the season 
Yeah. But, yeah, it's a thing the whole season that they're constantly trying to find this watch. Right. Um, And Logan did find it this episode. He yeah, he just steals in. it. Yeah. Sneaks and he tells Jeremy, oh, just looking for the bathroom. He's not good enough for Jenna. Jenna is... We never get enough Jenna, but oh. in this episode, I really like how... I don't know. She's so, like, sassy and playful. Yes. And I love her energy. She's so fun. She has such a good dynamic with Elena, especially in the beginning of the episode when they get a little side mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's just so great, and I love her, and she only gets better throughout the show, and I'm like... Yeah. Logan is the first of many ways that the writers betrayed her. <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. He's the worst. Yeah, Jenna deserved better. Um, but at least Elaine is using him to her advantage. I think it's, like, yeah. really smart that he was, like, introduced as a tool for a way for Elena to get some more information. Yes. So that was smart. Um, but, of course, Logan's just using them right back by going and getting They're Jeremy's all, stuff. yeah, everyone in the Logan circle is using each other, except Jenna. Poor Jenna. Poor Jenna. But, yeah, Elena using Logan, Logan using everyone. Yeah. 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 Speaking of people using people... Jeremy and Vicky. Oh, my God. Ugh. Vicky. Yeah, she's so... I mean, I think she does have feelings for Jeremy, but she's so clearly, in in part, using him for Elena's drugs, I guess, that she got from the car accident. I don't know. Even if she's not using him for that purpose, she doesn't realize... She's not mature enough to realize, like, the boundary that that is, like, pressing. Especially when Jeremy has explicitly told her no multiple times. Yeah. Like... That's the problem there. I do believe she has real feelings for him and that she does really genuinely like and care about Jeremy. Yes. But I do think, like, she's just not mature enough for that kind of relationship and she doesn't respect him at all. No. And so it's really unfortunate that this is the timeline that they're in and, you know, we know where it's going. Where this is going, yeah. The next several episodes, unfortunately. Actually, literally the next episode. So, very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, they get some good moments, though, at the start of this episode, which is they nice. They do, yeah. It is nice to see them actually, like, happy and enjoying each other, and, like, mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of They're that They're finally together, at least. Yeah. They've finally just been like, okay, no more Tyler drama. Yeah. No more, like, will they, won't they drama. They're just, like... They're just together, yeah. Enjoying their mornings. And they have, like, the cute yeah. scene where, like, Alina, like, walks into the bathroom and sees yeah. Vicky. It's, like, it's just a nice little... Spot of, like, normalcy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's very normal. Yeah. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah. It's cute. Like, it's fun. It's also, like, just feels very high school. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that's really nice. It's sort of, like, why we like Stefan and Alina. It's, like, pure. Yes. Until, of course, Jeremy has to call her out for just always wanting to get high. Yeah. Which is really sad that, like, Jeremy's got this whole bad boy rep. And maybe, in part, it was just because he wanted to get Vicky, you know? Like, maybe he was doing it just to impress her. And now that he has her, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But, of course, that's all she wants to do still. So. Yeah. It's unfortunate that that it like kind of starts to tear down their relationship in this episode um because of course after he even says i don't want to like just spend all of our time getting high she then takes him to the cemetery to get high yeah it's like in one ear out the other she just didn't she didn't care enough to like make a change there yeah which i do think really presses home like the sadness of vicky's character i mean she's clearly an addict yeah and she even has like a, a conversation with jeremy or an argument where she basically says, like, this is what's my, what my life is going to be. I'm probably always going to waitress at the grill. I'm always going to be, like, a small-town lifer or whatever. Yeah. Like, a waste of small... I don't know. Something. Yeah. Something that Jeremy calls 
all of the other people there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think, and she's probably not wrong. Like she was never set up to really. Yeah. I don't know. They never gave her a good story. Her and Matt's story is really sad. And she's probably right. And I, I don't know. It's such a sad note for them to. Yeah. But I do love that scene because I do feel like while Jeremy is probably the one a little bit more like correct or in the right in terms of just mm-hmm. saying like, I want to be with you, not just get high with you. Yes. Um, and he's being mature about like saying that to her. She's in the right for calling him out about like being judgmental about like her friends and her situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, she says like, you're the like guy with the big house and you're just going through a yep. phase because your parents died which rude she shouldn't have said that but still it's Not still great. fair to say like you're just going through your rebellious phase yeah and i'm like the girl from the wrong side of the tracks who you're just like letting take you through this like yeah it's a pretty good speech from her to like call him out on that front you know yeah but you know like he says to vicky i'm just in a romantic mood yeah because I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention that little conversation. I don't think I've ever picked this up before in my countless times watching these episodes. Jeremy says he's in a romantic mood after Vicky tells Jer- or says to Jeremy, that was really nice of you to have Stefan come over and make dinner for Elena. Which earlier in the episode, I'm working backwards, but earlier in the episode, Jeremy was like, you just need to eat Elena after she was clearly upset about something. Yeah. So I was like, when he says that comment, like, you just need to eat, you're like, classic, like, 14-year-old <laughs> brother not yeah. understanding. But then he says, or then he has Stefan come over and make her dinner. And I was like, yeah, Jeremy, like, it you're actually so sweet. Like, I love him. Yeah. He gets better every time I watch the show. I, I know. I do feel like Jeremy gets a little bit too much hate and sometimes it's deserved. We won't speak about the cheating on girlfriends <laughs> with dead girlfriend situations <laughs> that he's constantly somehow getting listen, himself in. Listen, we don't know what it's like to be haunted. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I suppose we don't, but I still not <laughs> At cheat. least I hope we don't. I still not cheat with my dead ex. Like, yeah. I mean, I suppose... Not great. Are they really your ex if they if die? If they die? <laughs> I don't know. See... We can, we'll get into that when we I talk about it. Yeah. I guess Jeremy Gilbert's vote would be no. Jeremy not would your say ex. no. Still he was fun. just He was just in a polygamist relationship. He's in a <laughs> throuple. It never ended. Yeah, except it really was not consensual from well, at least one of the parties. That's true. That's, that's the true. real problem here. So that takes us to Elena. Yeah. Elena, this episode, is really playful at the start in a way yeah. that I really enjoy. I feel like, you know, we've said this multiple times. Elena in the first, or the second episode, no, the third episode, sorry, it's all blended together. <laughs> yeah. In the third episode, Elena says, um, I'm not just gloomy graveyard girl. That's yeah. her whole vibe. The first episode, yeah. she is literally gloomy graveyard girl. Yep. And it's the vibe that we continue to get from Elena throughout the entire series because of circumstance. Everyone around her is constantly dying or otherwise yeah. having traumatic events happen. Um, but this is one of those few episodes in the first half where she just has this playful energy, even though she is, like, mad at Stefan, annoyed with mm-hmm. Stefan, all things Stefan. She's still, yeah. like, really playful, like, when her and Jenna do have that conversation in the kitchen, and, like, she's like, I'm not going to be one of those sad girls that sits <laughs> around and waits for a guy to call her. And she, the way she eats her cereal is just, like, so comedic. It's yeah. like, Nina would be a really good... I think she's perfect for drama. Like, yes. that girl can cry and, like, sob like no yes. other. But 
she actually has some really good comedic timing yeah, too. And I she feel does. like it is highlighted in this episode. One Definitely. of my favorite Stefan and Elena moments, besides the um you quit I start moment yeah. that's in episode three, is in this one at the car wash when she like has to take her long sleeve shirt off to be sexy at the car wash and she's just like fumbling and it's like so awkward and okay but why can't she take her shirt off what i feel she's, like it that scene for me is a little too like tropey she's no like, oh, i, I can't like take my it. shirt off like what is going on no, just take it off i like it i feel like it's just supposed to be this like cutesy awkward thing like she's definitely just struggling to be cutesy for him but I it's guess. like so playful and the way she like the face she makes at him after she takes it off and he like puts his hands on her face it's so cute it's cute i just don't like the setup i don't like the the setup i too, don't know too flirty for you too not too flirty too high school cutesy well, yeah I that's think. what makes i don't it know cutesy. i'm like She's clearly no, trying I mean, to do no, it. And I'm either like, of us did it as grown women. <laughs> be like, stop. No, it's not cute as a grown woman. But she's 17 years old. Okay, too. okay, okay. I guess. I don't love it. But I'm more... You moved me more to neutral. I think it's cute. I think I think what makes it cute is Nina. I think if, like, any well, other yes, character had done it, it would yeah. be like... Eh. But she just has, like, the perfect way of playing it off so that yeah. it just comes off so, like... I don't know. Just... It just works. It just works when she does it. I mean, it. she could do anything. She can She's do perfect. anything. She yeah. can do whatever she wants. <laughs> yeah. I love her. Um, she also has some good playful moments with Matt at the grill. They played yeah. um, pool for yeah. a little bit. That um, was fun. I really like Matt and Elena's friendship also. I know. I kind of wish they never really gave them, like, the relationship background. I, I think it works because Alina says from the get-go it was just because we were friends and it was like a proximity relationship. Yeah. But they are really good as friends. Yeah. And Matt is just such a good person. He's like... He is. Stefan's a good guy and like... He is, yeah. He really like pushes her to talk to him and to like make it work and he just wants yeah. the best for her even if it's not gonna like be the best for him. Yeah. He really does. And I... Related to him talking to Elena about Stefan, when he talks to Stefan about Elena and says she just really values trust, I was like, Matt is really a good person. Like, he's helping both of them out, trying to make their relationship work. And it also made me think, I kind of wish we got a little bit more of, like, the Matt-Stefan friendship. They they really rarely interact. Yeah. But I feel like there was something there where I was like, they could have been set up for something good, and it could have been a way better way to bring in Matt. Sometimes yeah. when he gets brought into the plot, it's like, what's he doing here? Yeah. How has he not died? But well, yeah. especially in the first season when he's like, when, he when he's out of the, the loop. only one yeah. who doesn't know, or I guess in season two more so, um, when Caroline's a vampire and he still doesn't know, and it's yeah. like Tyler's a werewolf, Caroline's a vampire, and you still don't know what's going on. Okay, yeah, great. I guess that's why they never do become friends because he's so out of the loop that it's that's true. How would they have possibly been friends? But yeah. But they do have the one good episode, which is later in the season, where they have the yes, double date. the double date is And they good. really bond over yeah. the cars. And yeah, I think they could have been really good friends. But the opportunity is just not there in this phase not of really. life. No. If it had somehow been able to just be like normal and like he's just a vampire hanging out in a human town, I do think they would have been friends. Yeah. But. But unfortunately, not the, not the case. <laughs> yeah, not, not the, the case. They were dealt. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Speaking of which, the reason Elena was talking to yeah. Matt and was mad was because Stefan just disappeared for four days. Yep. It's been four days since the founder's party at the Lockwoods. Mm-hmm. And Stefan has not been seen or heard of, of since, except for one little text message 
hi, uh, Alina. <laughs> yes, I love she does her, a great her impression. Her Again, she's playful this episode. Her she's funny. is so funny. No, she's very funny. Um, yeah, like, whatever he says. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not going to be available for a few days. He just goes MIA. Yeah. Um, and it's because he's watching Damon? Yeah, I don't understand why that means he has to be MIA for four days. I can see, like, the first day. Sure. Maybe two to make sure Zach is safe. Yeah. I guess. But, like, three or four. I mean, we saw Damon was, like, I mean, I guess he's still pretty powerful, but. But even then, I I mean, later in the series, we've seen people locked down there, like, full vamp powers being caged in there. Yeah. They somehow are always just stuck in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, can a vampire really even get out of there at full power if they really wanted to? I don't know. It seems like no, but I don't know. It just seems like a, a bolt. Maybe they theoretically could. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess obviously, like, what ends up happening, like, that, you know, he controls Caroline and she comes and gets him out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Stefan knew that was an option because we didn't. But yeah, I guess that was the only thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird that he felt the need to sit outside the little doorway and just watch Demon. Like, also, you couldn't even text. Yeah. You yeah, he tells there. Zach, I don't like lying to her. Like, I, I'd rather just say nothing than lie. Like, what? That's so much worse. Yeah, I don't know. Or he, just say I'm dealing with Damon. She knew he just tried to kill Caroline. Yeah. Which she does say, but, like, when she's, like, for four days, it's yeah. pretty valid to be like, what could you have possibly been doing with him for four days? Yeah. Like... But even still, it's not clear. Like... Yeah. I get why she wouldn't know, but why don't we know? We still don't even I don't know. know. We're in the know and we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the excuse was there. I suppose Stefan is just being, like hyper cautious and actively watching the cell at all times i don't know yeah which i guess is good i suppose so but he gets out the one second yeah that's true so maybe he was there for a good reason i don't know the one part we do get to see of stefan watching damon is giving this weird speech about the dark ages where did that come from what no clue i mean i guess we knew stefan was a little historian but like yeah so random yeah in the Dark Ages, they would lock vampires up and let them, like, whatever. I don't Try to know. Try to basically, like, make them, reform them. Yes. It's so weird. I, like, so maybe, obviously they never mention this again. No. But. So maybe that's what Stefan has been doing the past three days is, like, <laughs> researching Dark Age vampire dry-out techniques. Even, not even researching. He's, like, being, like, a reverend. Like, he's preaching at Damon for three days. He's standing at the door being, like in the dark ages and like you need to be a better person and like, yeah just oh, all God. this stuff that's probably what he's doing he's probably spending the three days just yelling at damon Not no even wonder yelling, damon preaching. wants to get out yeah literally i no wonder he was like i have enough strength to summon this girl from <laughs> yes. across town yeah no wonder i would summon that too <laughs> me too oh god Wild. yeah so that's what stefan's been doing eventually he has to pry himself away to go to the grill yes to yes try to salvage his relationship Yes, finally reappears at the grill, talks to Elena and Matt, and then we find out it's Tiki's grandfather, mm-hmm. but an older man comes up to Stefan and Elena, and he's like, I know you, to Stefan, and basically it's like, I've seen you before, like, Stefan <laughs> Salvatore, I don't know, it's very vague in that yeah. moment, but it, you know, kind of clues Elena in, something is going on. Yeah, because he kind of says, like, how do you look the exact same? Yeah, yeah, that's like, what it is. Like, it's more than yeah. just, like, an old man being like, oh, young oh, whippersnapper, I know, whippers you. I know yeah. who you are. And no, it's like, <laughs> I've known you. 
Yeah. But you yeah. look the same and I don't. Yeah, you've aged. Or you haven't aged tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something I've always wondered, just about vampires and especially Damon and Stefan always returning to Mystic Falls, is how are people not recognizing them? I mean, yeah. related to Zach's stuff, we know that another time when they're in Mystic Falls, they compel some people to forget. Sure. I can believe that. But, I mean, we're from a small town. Mm-hmm. If someone, like, if someone kind of came into town around the time of, like, a bunch of animal attacks and, like, <laughs> came back, someone would absolutely recognize them. Like, you, there's no way this would happen. But it's, like, 50 years is the one thing. 56 but years. He, but they're back again in yeah. the 90s, we know. Oh, that's true. And I feel like there's another time in between. Maybe not. Maybe not between the 50s and the 90s. But that's only 40 years. And this span is, like... 20. Yeah, maybe 20 years. So, yeah. Not even, I don't think. Yeah, if they had a flashback to the 90s, it would have made a lot more sense to say, like, okay, that was pretty recent. Yeah. Even Liz Forbes could have recognized them from 20 years ago. But, yeah, 50s is kind of crazy. I think Stefan could have gotten away with that. But it's also just weird because the sense I get from the 50s and the 90s is that they weren't, like, going out in town or anything like this is the first time they're like they keep it low-key yeah this is the first time they're really like going out and like acclimating into society and going to events and that kind of thing so like realistically who's gonna really remember them yeah you know i don't remember people i met a few years ago like just one random night or whatever like i guess that's true you know it's like 50 years later you're not gonna remember them but I don't know, though. They were, well, they were involved in a pretty memorable incident, like you said. Like, exactly. It, that makes it pretty... And also, I mean, if someone who looked like Ian Somerhalder showed up in our town <laughs> and was like, I'm I'm here, yeah. I would remember him every single day for the rest Easily. of my life. Like, if I ever saw him again, I'd be like, I love you. Like, I don't know. I'd be like, I know you. That's so true. So, like, I mean, granted, there are a lot of good-looking people in this town because it's a television show on the CW, but... I don't know. I just feel like they're memorable. Like, yeah. they just stand out. That's true. And and I think the Salvatore family in general is pretty memorable because yeah. they're probably the weird family of, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, of yeah. the founding families. Um, You know, they all have their specific That's jobs true, that they yeah. all inherit for some reason. The fellows yeah. are always going to be... They're always newscasters. For whatever reason. Um, the Forbes are always police. Yeah, for some reason. Guess, and the yeah. Lockwoods are just always the mayors. They yeah. always inherit their job. I don't know why. I guess. Um... Whatever. But also I can see that happening in our town, so. Sure. Easily. <laughs> but yes, so it's like, I guess that's kind of part of it too, is mm-hmm. just the Salvatore family as a notable family is kind of like a weird oddity and there's not mm-hmm. a ton of them. So to like know of these two specific guys that kind of stand out, they kind of come around only when weird incidences seem to happen. Yeah. It is pretty memorable. Yeah. But still, great for that guy. 56 years later and he was still like, I know He's you. He's still with it. Yeah. yeah and then he Tiki gaslit him into thinking he has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Rude. She's the worst. What did she say, though? She was like... Alzheimer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, she tried to put some weird spin on it. Yeah. No, she was the worst. But yeah, yeah. then to sort of redeem himself from that whole thing, like we mentioned before, Stefan and Elena have dinner, mm-hmm. where Stefan is showing every single one of his red flags he's saying <laughs> it's true he's saying favorite book great gatsby favorite director scorsese like favorite to, movie taxi driver yeah favorite movie taxi driver listens to bob dylan and a rapper who i will not mention yeah i will not give them that that clout but <laughs> of being mentioned in our podcast but <laughs> yeah 
he's throwing out all these signs. I'm like, Alina, run. Run, girlfriend, run. <laughs> but I do like that we at least get that, like, sort of mentioning. It's really yeah. cute to do a scene where it's like, we as an audience do get a really good picture of Stefan from yes. those moments. Um, yeah, interesting the things they chose to actually give to him yeah. for those moments. Um, and clearly they hadn't thought that much ahead because I'm shocked he didn't say Bon Jovi. That's who I would have thought Stefan would yeah. say was his favorite musical artist because it comes it becomes such a significant thing yeah. for him. Um, but whatever. So I do like that scene still. I do too. I do but like yeah. when they give the characters like a personality. personalities. <laughs> and honestly, like we joke that it's red flags, but it actually kind of works for Stefan in a not in a yellow flag way. Yeah. Where it's just like He's definitely read a lot. He's watched a lot of TV. Like you said, he loves Seinfeld. I love Lucy. Like, yeah. He's probably just consumed a lot of things. And I yeah. feel like it kind of works. That's the thing I also like, too, is that it also spans, like, every decade. Yes. Which, not that, like, any of those choices are so odd. Lots of people would say that they, like, I love Lucy, Seinfeld, The Great Gatsby, and Taxi Driver. Those yeah. are some of the biggest media ever. But every single one of those are from completely different decades. Yes. And also none of them are from the current decade that they're living yeah. in. So it really shows, um, you know, just another little hint that Stefan likes. He's an old soul. He's an old soul, yeah. yeah. Although he does like the one Miley song. That's what he do- Yeah, he, he does mentions. like that one song. Yeah. Which, what would that song be? Party in the USA? It had to have been Party Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Stefan. Yeah. You don't have to lie. I hope it was Hannah Montana. I hope it was Best of Both Worlds. Yes. That's what I he mean, meant. banger. That one, literal banger. Yeah. Miley, that's her album. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get some like really good stuff with Stefan and Elena in that scene. Um, mm-hmm. again, we find out the garlic, he can eat garlic. Yes. And they have that cute little moment where she's like, I'm not going to eat garlic unless you do. Like, yes. It's just a cute little, like, dating moment. Yeah. I was thinking this whole time, if someone came over and was making me, like, pasta, Italian food, whatever, he was saying he, like, read, watched TV and watched <laughs> movies and, like, was cultured and that sort of thing, I would be like, I, I'm in love. Instant, uh, instant, instant swoon. Yes. Instant swoon. Even if all of the media you chose is red flags, instant yes. Yes, exactly. It, which is also it. why it works. It's like, yeah. he's still just, he's doing something this episode. Yeah, he definitely is. And then he's really doing something when she accidentally cuts herself. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> he she's, He's always. Yeah, she starts washing her hand in the sink because she's cut her hand and it's mm-hmm. bleeding and she sees in the reflection because it's dark outside but it's light in the kitchen that Stefan like is staring at her with the the vamp veins. The vamp veins, yeah. Every every episode we struggle to say what those are called but the vamp veins down yes. his face and she sees them pretty clearly flips around he turns around by the time she gets him to turn around and show his face, his face is normal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, gaslighting. She's just like, wow, I'm, like, really, like, hallucinating or whatever she says. She's kind yeah. of like, it's not real. Like, I don't know how I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. He's like, that's one of your better qualities or something like that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Um, it just weirds me out how Stefan really has no control on the hunger. Like, none. 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 Literally none. Because... It's, like, the most, like, harmless little slice, barely, like, I mean, it, it was, like, a weird amount of blood for cooking. I've never cut myself to that degree while cooking. No. But still, he reacts that way. And, like, it takes him, like, a, a good few seconds. Like, 30 seconds, probably, yeah. to really get the, like, face, like, veins to yeah, go Yeah, to down. pull himself back together. Which is really surprising because, I mean, we've seen before, you know, Caroline goes through an experience where, like, you can't actually suppress the 
the, the mm-hmm. veins like it just it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but we've also seen all of the vampires in the show in many situations around people who have been injured particularly their friends their family getting injured cut and they don't for even a second no they're fine that, like hunger. yeah they're fine so it says a lot about Stefan that in this it moment does. he's like yeah I can't I can't cool yeah. down from this like yeah I don't know if they fully knew where they were going with his character but it works it, it does really end works. up working that's one of those things I think they did like so excellently in this show yeah that I don't think they knew what they were gonna make Stefan mm-hmm. but they did it and it plays so well it just it's makes so sense. effortlessly it effortlessly builds to it yeah but there's still more with this episode because then of course the old man is at the car wash and yep. he again reiterates to elena stefan and his brother damon salvatore in mm-hmm. 1953 yep and it's like okay there's no mistaking now that you were yeah. talking about the same person that i am talking about yes andy says different different uncle joseph this time yeah yeah she's she's now pretty much aware but she goes and does research. She uses Logan, like we said. Mm-hmm. She goes and does the research at, I guess, wherever the, the, news, the station. news station is, I guess. In the meantime, Stefan is still at the car wash talking to Matt. And yes. I really like that conversation. They do have a good conversation. Matt says something, I think, really important and interesting, which is, Elena is big on trust. Yes. Elena, if she feels like there's something you're keeping from her... You can't stop until she... You can't stop her. She yeah. will find out. Yeah. Which perfectly parallels exactly what she's doing. Yeah. She's figuring out that Stefan is a vampire. And she yeah. she pulls up the footage from 1953, which is interesting that Mystic Falls had... A camera crew. Archival footage. Yeah, from a camera <laughs> yeah. crew. Sure. Okay. And she watches it and she sees Stefan in it. And this... I mean, this relates to my earlier point. So maybe I'm harping on this too much but this is something i also always think about with the vampire diaries especially now how do vampires like not get caught in pictures and things like that and then or like videos and be found out later on because like stefan is the star of the mystic falls football team for a a hot minute there that's true i'm sure there were photos taken yeah like i mean i think you put like enough like sort of doubt or like belief on the fact that most people aren't really going to look back at those photos like I guess, unless something yeah. happened where it got put on like the cover of a newspaper that's mm-hmm. being like hung up somewhere like don't get your your photo hanging in the hall of fame at the school for yeah. every student to see because then you're definitely gonna get caught um, yeah and i'm sure that they can do things to like you know compel people and get rid of those like too concrete mm-hmm. of evidence but for the most part like general photos i feel like if you're going, like, 50 years between any notable interactions with people, I who's guess really going to, like, take that much note of it? And a lot of people are gullible, and you can kind of just be like, I look exactly like my uncle, don't I? That's like, true. Yeah. I mean, especially with the 50s video that Elena looks at. He's sort of barely in it. Like, yeah, he's it's kind bad. of half-hidden. Well, the weird thing they do is they quality. completely zoom into him for no yeah. reason. <laughs> They're like, so, oh, there's the nephew. And they yeah. just zoom in, like, right to his face. Yeah. And it is clearly him, but, like, you could definitely make the argument to someone where it's like, I just look so much like my old the uncle. Jeans are strong. We yeah. happen to have the same name. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, I would personally probably be changing my name to some degree if I were trying yeah. to go to the same town all the time. Um, but yeah, I think you get away with a lot of it just on the fact of like, most people don't care. Yeah. They're not going to like look into it. But when you start dating a girl 
and you know lying to her all the time and disappearing she's kind of gonna care enough to look into she's it. she's gonna look it up yeah so elena figures some stuff out this one yeah she the ending scene is great so memorable for me yes um Lots of things happen in the last sort of montage of this episode. Yes. We see Caroline back at her house, and I think she kind of, she says a terrible thing to her mother. She's, oh, my God. She's sitting in her room all upset, and Liz says, um, is it boy trouble? Like, mm-hmm. you know, is it something with a boy? Mm-hmm. Caroline says, if I wanted advice about boys, I would call dad. At least he's successfully dating one. <laughs> What an evil, like, teenage girl thing to say to your mother. She's the worst. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. And then later on, she also, we also see her, like, sleeping in bed. And we see the, like, the the moonlight, I guess. Yeah, the moonlight. Is shining through Emily's necklace and has drawn a pentagram in the light on Caroline. I want that necklace. (laughs) Me too. That's so funny. No, that's pretty cool. It's just so funny the way they tried to place it. And the fact that it's on Caroline, it's like, is this supposed to be a symbol of something? Like, what is going on here? I don't know. Not really. It's just because it was a witch's item. Related to Emily and the Bennets and her necklace, after we see Caroline, we also see Bonnie goes to Graham's, who we see for the first time. And she sort of asks her for help to figure out the witch thing. And Mm -hmm. Graham's is like, I know exactly what's wrong with you and what's going on. Love. I just I love Grams. I love her. It sets a good tone. It's a good first impression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's not such a drunk bumbling alcoholic. Yeah, she's alcoholic. not drunk at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were just unnecessarily being mean. High school is bullies. That's what they were Yeah, being. no, they were. They were. And then after that, we see Damon run into Vicky and all of her friends in the woods. And then Damon, of course, feeds on Vicky. Mm-hmm. We see her hand slide down the car. There's not a lot to say about it now, but it's definitely going to be like majority of what we talk about in the following episodes. Yeah. So we'll save it for now. Yeah, we'll um, get to it. We'll get to it. And speaking of things that will be the majority of the next episode, the last thing we see in this episode is, of course, Stefan grabs his steak. He's running out the door. He's going to go <laughs> kill Damon. Yes. And at the door is Elena, who just says, what, what are, are you? you? Yeah. She's figured it out. She asks, but she knows. She knows. She knows. Yeah. So that's the end of, of this episode. It's it's a pretty yeah. solid one. I feel like we get some good some good build-up, some good drama, some good interactions. Yeah. This is a fun episode. I think... Yeah, it's really, the plot lines are coming together, we get to see Grams, yeah. lots of highs. I didn't think, like, when we were getting ready to watch this one, though, I didn't think I was going to like it as much. I was like, ugh, mm-hmm. like, it's never fun to rewatch episodes that are mostly just about figuring out the truth, you yes, know? Yes, because you like, already know, yeah. We already know that Elena knows that he's a vampire. We already mm-hmm. know what's going to happen after she finds out. Like, it's not fun to rewatch just yes. the figuring it out, but it actually ended up being, like, still a good rewatch episode yeah no it was a great episode i i enjoyed watching it the worst part of it is damon's just locked up the whole time so we get no yeah not a lot of good damon but we do get one damon death for in memoriam section always yeah he he had a good run of like one episode where he didn't kill someone but he's back he killed zach salvatore the one kill i think that's the whole in memoriam rest in peace on that one yeah, we talked about that one already, so we don't need to go back into it. But really, like, one of the bad deaths that Damon does. Yeah, one of the really not a great bad. One. 
really shouldn't have done that. He almost killed Caroline, too. So, way to go, Caroline. Two episodes in a row. She's gotten away from a demon <laughs> that's murder. That's true. That's true. She is avoiding those murders like no one's business. Left and right. Yeah. <laughs> she is dodging yeah. them. Yes. Literally. Speaking of demon killing Zach, we now mm-hmm. have our out-of-pocket moments, which, in my mind... One of the most out of pocket moments is Damon just killing Zach, just snapping yeah. his neck like it was nothing. Yeah, that's pretty out of pocket. He does it with such ease and such like callousness that it's it's yeah. pretty out of pocket in that way. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe too dramatic to even be considered out of pocket. It's so bad. Yeah, I I don't know if that's what I was thinking is like out of pocket. Yeah, just because it feels so like it's so morally wrong. Yeah, it's so bad. It's like not a fun out of pocket. Yeah. I was thinking, well, I had two thoughts. I was thinking, one, just that a high school fundraiser is named Sexy Suds Car Wash. I don't think we've said that yet. Yeah, that's pretty But I thought that was a little out of pocket. I don't know. It's definitely out of pocket. Yeah. And then related to the car wash, I was thinking Tiki and everything she says to everyone and how she's bullying everyone. I thought that was out of pocket. Okay, that was also my other um, nomination was Tiki. Just in general. But I was like, do we really want to go with just all the high school bullies always being out of pocket? I know. But I like the sexy suds car wash. I, feel I like think sexy suds good. is good. That's imagine if we had a fundraiser named. That. No, this is what I was thinking at the start of this episode. I was like, only on the CW because seventeen-year-olds be holding a car wash. Which also, I'm pretty sure Logan says in the news report that it somehow is supposed to like benefit Tanner's death somehow. Oh yeah, it is. It's supposed to. Which he would no have hated that. How. So I guess that's how. I don't know. Yeah, that's how we're honoring him. Yeah. Doing something he would hate. Like, is the money going to his, like, funeral? Like, I don't know I what guess. their plan is there. But they're like, yeah, sexy car wash yeah. for our, like, evil teacher that died. I don't know. Weird. Logic it's there's just weird. odd. So that's yeah. out of pocket. Yeah, that is pretty out of pocket. And as for best quote, I don't really, I didn't really have a ton of, like, best quotes. The only thing I was thinking is when Alina goes to Stefan and says, what are you? Yeah. Such a strong ending. Slightly, I mean, not for us rewatchers, but it's kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah. It's also just, it's a great way to, like, phrase it. I feel like in every vampire teen girl romance, there's, like, the line. Yes. So I would also go with, who are you? But it's really because Damon wasn't in this episode that there's no... Yeah, there's no good quote because, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Damon wasn't there to give one of his one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But we did still get a couple good songs, so that brings us to our song of the episode. Yes. I have to, of course, call out Don't Trust Me, playing yes. the car wash. I wanted to call that out as well. Yeah, that's a good moment that um, they play their song in the cheerleading episode. They do mm-hmm. like, the cheerleading routine. Yeah, so it's, it's starstruck. Nice yeah. yeah, so it's nice that they do three songs. Yeah. Three songs, two songs from two. them. Two, yeah. Nice little callback. Um, yeah. They do like to reuse artists in mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries, and I do really like that. It, it just gives good continuity in, like, a very yeah. subtle way. Yeah. I, I like that they do have, like, certain bands that are associated to certain people. Yes. Certain albums as well. High School, 303. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah, Mystic Falls High, Anthem, and I, anything by 303. Yeah, and I think it's only the first season, but that makes a lot of sense. It just it makes a lot of sense. 2009, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the Don't Trust Me car wash is yeah. my honorable mention. Yeah, I think that was my honorable mention as well. I also wanted to give a little honorable mention to the song that plays when Bonnie is burning the whole car wash down, Boom, by Anjuli. I don't know, I just really like that song. It's it was fun really vibe. fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was just vibey. Yeah, you know what else is vibey? The end of this episode. The end of the episode is vibey. Different vibey, but vibey. Different vibe, but vibey. The Beauty of the Dark by Mads Langer. I think that's how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um... I love that song. Beauty of the Dark is, like, such 
it's such a reminiscent Vampire Diaries song for me mm-hmm. because I had the first season did like a soundtrack on CD. Of course they did. Which I of course owned. Of course. And that song was on there, so I used to listen to it all the time. I also had it on my like my little iPod Nano at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just listen to that song over and over again. I'd be like, Where's the light in your deep dark blue room? Whatever the lyrics are, I still don't know the lyrics, but love that song. It's such a good. It's good. Yeah. It's as soon as it started playing, I was like, oh my god, I know this song. I associate it with the Vampire Diaries. Definitely. It's the perfect realizing your boyfriend is a vampire song. Yeah. That's that's how you describe it. Yeah. It really is. So that's I think the the song of the episode. It is the song of the episode. Yeah. Love it. I'm good to agree with that. Great. Now we've got all of our. Best quotes, best song, out of pocket. In memoriam, hit all the highs. We hit all the highs, we hit all the lows. Yes. And of now, episode five. This so it's episode five. Jeez, yeah. We're flying faster yeah. than I think. Yeah. So next is season one, episode six. Lost Girls. Lost, Lost Girls. Lost Girls. Flashback. <laughs> I'm really excited for the Unintentional flashback. unison. <laughs> <laughs> we're both just really excited, high-pitched for the flashback. I, yeah. I do love Lost Girls. It's good. Yeah. It is a great one. So in the meantime... You can watch. Now we have several episodes out. Yes. You can listen to any of our podcasts on Spotify, or you can watch the video versions on our YouTube. Yes. And you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Pretty I much that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're still getting, we're still clunky at these outros, guys. Just bear with us. Yeah. No, that was good. Okay, cool. No, that was good. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. it then. Yeah, that's everything. Okay, well, thanks for watching yeah, or see listening. see you next week. Yeah. And bye.